Mate, you're going to be ridiculed that you don't know which Irish club Bobby Charlton played for. We chased out the name. I didn't have a clue he even played over to be fair. <laughs> That's two wow. breakfasts there, Jackie boy. <laughs> Growing lad. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to your favourite footballing podcast, The High Press. It is season two, episode 12. And as ever, joined by my wonderful friend and co-host, Rob Richards. Rob, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. Um, it is my favourite football podcast as well, because all the others yeah. are shit. Yeah, the they are one. really. I like the Peter Crouch podcast, I must admit, but that's a bit more high profile. Nah, you could suggest. That's, that's shit as well. Oh, well, fair enough, but just, at least you'll also just us. Just yeah, us. Just, just us against the world. Um, one yeah. thing we don't really talk about these days, Rob, and, and I wanted to bring it up to you live on air, is we don't really talk about news and, and football anymore, and we don't talk about what's happening in, in the world of football. And I, I just wanted no. to bring to your attention that um, Villa have now lost the last three games in the Premier League. And I just wanted 30 seconds of your thoughts on why that might have been. Um, I don't know, I haven't really been watching them. I've been watching West Brom in the Championship, though. And that, that's, yeah. that's mm. quite funny yeah. to, to see to see you down there relegated for another season. Mm. Um, yeah, that's all I've got to say, really. Okay. Well, well what I will say is, um, on, on a very serious note, obviously, uh, kickoff at the Hawthorns was delayed yesterday, um, and the second half was also delayed due to uh, to two isolated medical emergencies. Um, so, obviously, wish wish everyone involved in that well. Um, not that they'll probably be listening, but if you are, then obviously we wish you well. Um, so, obviously, I was at the Hawthorne yesterday and had a thoroughly good time witnessing the 3-0 smashing of Bristol City, who I won't talk about this for very long, but I just want to say every time Bristol City come to the Hawthorns, they get absolutely smashed without fail. It's it's quite strange. Um, but, yeah, there we go. Um, so, let's now move on to... Not like you're bothered, Rob. You're in the Premier I'm League. I'm just shrugging. You're just, so yeah, you're just shrugging your shoulders. You're not bothered. Anyway... That's about Villa yeah. and Albion. Nice to have a catch up about that, though. Um, shall we head into today's today's guest? Uh, today we have got um, former Coventry and Bolton fullback uh, Jack Hickman. Jack now plies his trade at St Patrick's in the uh, first tier of Irish football. Um, we speak to Jack on a multiple uh, multiple things, um, particularly about the Irish schedule and how the uh, the differences between the English game and the Irish game, uh, and what is he what he's enjoying uh, in his time. In Ireland, Rob, what else can our wonderful listeners expect this week from Jack? Yeah, well, they can hear about how to come back uh, from a few from a few setbacks uh, through injuries and and you know becoming free agent and everything. Um, that was really really good though, and you can you can hear his motivation and determination to keep coming back and doing the thing he loves. Um, you can hear how I get stumped yet again by Santa Claus FC. Um, <laughs> And uh, and and also hear about a vomit roulette, which you will understand when you listen. Sounds like a dangerous night out, that does. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so mm. let's go straight into the interview now. You'll thoroughly enjoy this one. Jack's a very, very funny guy. Uh, he's not yeah. afraid to speak his mind, let's put it that way. Uh, but he's a great <laughs> guy. So uh, let's head into this interview with former Coventry and Bolton fullback and current St. Patrick's fullback, Jack Hickman. Uh, Jack, how you doing, mate? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good. Really, really good. Thank you, mate. Um, for, for the listeners out there, um, we have hunted and chased 
Mr. Jack Hickman to come on this podcast for a long time. Um, it's been both of our faults to try and get a date in the calendar, but we've finally got him here for the High Press podcast. Uh, so, Jack, absolute pleasure to have you on, mate. Yeah, no, it's been a it's been a long time coming, but we're here now. <laughs> yeah. That's the main thing indeed. So, uh, yeah, we'll jump straight into starting 11. So for any new listeners today, welcome to the podcast. And uh, so this is the first segment that we have as part of the podcast. And uh, we're going to be asking Jack 11 quick fire questions. Jack will answer them as quickly as he can. And anything that we find funny or controversial, we'll wrap back around and we'll have a laugh about it a bit later on. Uh, Rob, would you like to get us started, mate? Yeah, yeah, go on then. Uh, so, Jack, what did you have for breakfast today? <laughs> um, Weetabix, two mm. two pieces of Weetabix, warmed up milk, so hot milk, Ooh. and yeah. a piece of toast with Nutella on. That's two wow. breakfasts there, Jackie boy. <laughs> Growing lad. <laughs> it's good we've, we've got a question about milk later so i'm not going to put it there but we're going to oh, so we're going to save it till last because milk is a controversial topic on this podcast uh question oh, yeah. two what team do you support oh he's hesitating here he, you hesitated there why because it's either west brom or man U, but i prefer man U now okay mm. okay well, wow. I don't think we've ever had a guess before was on the family fence. Family are all Baggies fans, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll say 50-50 there, maybe 51-49. Uh, what is your favourite hobby that isn't football? Um, I'll probably just say just like socialising with my friends, really, like food, going out for food and that, like enjoy like going out for meals and, and just chilling nice. with friends, really. The meal, like yeah. I'm a proper foodie. I never used to be, but like the last couple of years, I proper like enjoy going to nice restaurants and that. Nice, oh, good, good, good. I like yeah, it. very good. Uh, question four: uh, What is the best individual performance you have ever seen on a football pitch? Of course, rather oh. than rather than an actor or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> individual I love David Beckham and it, so I'm trying to think of a game that I've like watched it because I would watch all his all his best bits. Maybe the game against uh, where, which who did he score a free kick against again? Greece, Greece, Greece. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Maybe that game just because of the free kick alone, and then I'm sure he freaking whipped in about twenty other balls in that game as well. So <laughs> yeah, got it was a big game. moment, big big moment. Nice. Uh, I. So, apart from, say, the Hawthorns and Old Trafford, uh, what's your favourite football stadium? Oh, um, I went on, like, a on like a school, like, trip to Barcelona when we was in, like, year eight or year nine at school, wow. and then we went to the new camp and that. So, mm. like, that was, that was obviously a joke, like, just going there and seeing how big yeah. that is. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll go, like, the new camp, just because I've actually been there and, like, seen it instead of yeah. guessing, like, once. Obviously, there's other like sick ones like Wembley as well. Obviously, I've been Wembley a few times, but I've probably mm. the new camp is the way that it's set up. Mm. Yeah, it's a beautiful nice. stadium. It's certainly on my list to do one day. Um, it, it's just extraordinary, isn't it? If they own yeah. the stadium by that point, because they're in billions of debt. <laughs> um, question, question six: uh, What is the worst film that you've ever seen? Oh, seen a few, man. I'm a popular like filming. I got. Obviously, got like, I just have like quite a bit of time on my hands at times because of football. Yeah. Uh, I've watched some bad horror films, man, over the years. Yeah, 
you know, I don't know if I can even give you a name. I'll probably probably just give you one that I know that I've watched recently. Um, See, I watched Halloween the other day, and that was shocking. Um, <laughs> it's so many. I don't know how like, all of these horrors get like, like made yeah. films. Like, I don't know yeah. who like give, gives them the tea. Yeah, but, um, I, I, I don't know. You know, I can't, I can't actually think. Of one. My mind's gone blank. But there's some terrible films out there. <laughs> we'll say um, some of the horror films then, if you want. Yeah, we'll go with that, man. We'll go with yeah. some of them. Okay, good, good. <laughs> um, so you're stranded on a desert island. What two items are you going to take with you? Uh, now we, well, we've, we've had a we've had a few different approaches to this. There's people trying to survive. But there's, we've had people trying to escape. We've had people just accepting the fate and saying, like, I'll take some beer and, and whatever, and I'm going to die. So what, what are you going to say? What are you thinking? Yeah, I'd probably just, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'd accept it or not. Because if I was to accept it, there would be a lot of beers involved. Um, <laughs> would it be two lots of beers? Would that be your items? Yeah, just two, just just two crates. Two crates. <laughs> two crates. Two crates um, Trying to get off of the. Well, I don't know. I'm just gonna stick with the two crates. I think two crates of beer. I'm racing. Nice. Yeah. If you have that many cans, you yeah. could genuinely build yourself a bit of shelter afterwards as well. Let's see. Yeah, you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, question eight, where is the worst place that you could get stuck? Again, a question that can have many different answers, so this is entirely down to you. <laughs> stuck. I'm proper, like, claustrophobic, you know, so something, oh. yeah, like, probably, like, an attic or something. I, an attic? That's a good answer, actually. We haven't had that one yet. Okay. Just yeah. proper, like, get, like, I just hate being in, like, confined spaces. Like, I don't know what's going on, basically, like, in the dark or something. No, no not for me. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get okay. that completely. Yeah, that's that's a, a different one. We've not had that before. Um, so, what would your name be if you were a wrestler? Um, if I was a wrestler, probably something to do with my nickname. I'm guessing. Then I'd probably go just sticky Kiki or something. Oh. <laughs> okay. Scarf that. Big Kiki. <laughs> Something, yeah, something icky, something. Not sure. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd guessing I'd use that if I was to wrestle. Not sure why I ever would that. <laughs> Side question, what would your walkout theme be? Uh, walkout theme? Good question. I can imagine it like your theme would be like basically taking the piss a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it would just be mocking the opposition like immediately. Yeah, it would be something like that. Be me being a prat, probably. Yeah, that'd be something. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> like usual. Um, yeah, something like that. Just a jokey kind of funny one. Yeah. Then I've a little bit. I've a love me all right. Be kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Rob. It's you now for question 11. I don't want to push you. No, no, no. She, you, 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 want 10, you want me to answer the question? You want me to answer the question? No, no, okay. no, no. no. no you, you got number 10? You number I've one? got number 10. Of course I have. Of course I have. Come Apologies. On. Apologies. We can so we're, only, only new, we're only new to this, don't we? Yeah, we've only done it for a year or so. Um, question 10. <laughs> have you ever bumped into a celebrity? And if so, who was it? Um, 
What are we classing a celebrity, though? I know what you mean, because obviously you would have met me a few footballers in your time. Um, yeah. Okay, let's say... Let's say Somebody like that most... don't like play football and that, like... Yeah, go, go with someone who doesn't play football. Like, and if, um, if there's no one yeah, high-profile, yeah. go for like the most high-profile footballer you've met. Um, someone I hate best people. Um, I really want to go like TV stars and that as well, because there's... Um, it's, know, it's a tough question this, you know, just hitting me on the spot here. Should have gone. Stuck now, imagine before. when you get to the quiz, you were going to be absolutely buggered, mate. Yeah, <laughs> mate, I ain't, I, I ain't got much brains, I'll tell you that. We'll get on We'll help you, mate. Later. We'll help you along, don't worry. Um, I don't know, man. I think you're just trying to think. Um, if I see him. Uh, so I real Ferdinand or something like I've seen him That's at a good one. There we okay. go. And I'll give you like older footballers, no point giving like like ones that are like near my age and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rio's a big one. That is a big name. Yeah, yeah, yeah big name. Okay, here is the question. This is uh, the question, was... Jack. <laughs> the question. Oh. oh god. I hate it as well. But Cal loves it. Um what colour cap of milk do you use? I don't I don't drink normal milk, you know. What do you put on your cereal? Okay. I drink oh, yeah, oat yeah. milk. I drink oat milk and soy oh, milk. Okay. Ooh. This is a curveball. Yeah, I don't <laughs> drink normal. But if I was to like drink normal milk, I would go full fat. That's mm. the is that blue, is it? I think. That's blue, isn't it? Yeah, so, blue. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, if we... I was to drink normal milk, I would go that. But I use oat milk and that for everything now. Yeah. Yeah, blue milk's yeah, basically fat. whipped cream, isn't it? Cream in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like full of fat and sugar and that's fast. Yeah, yeah. But then you've got the other end of the spectrum, which is red, where it's basically like you pour in tap water on your, your, yeah, your tea nah, or your nah. cereal. Um, yeah, probably just, I've, I've obviously drank, like, I've never had red. I've always just had, like, when I was younger and that, I'd either have, like, green or, or blue, probably. Yeah. Just, well, whatever, whatever my mum got in, you know what I mean? I, yeah. You can't be choosing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, mate. Green is the middle ground, but yellow is the elite. We'll leave it there. But yeah, I've just switched it up and gone old anyway because that's what okay. I actually have not. That is a that is a curveball to the podcast. That is, that has made me think about this question moving forward. Well, hey, that's what I'm here for, man. <laughs> Proper curveball. Proper curveball. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we're going to head into the high press quiz now. So, um, Jack, I'm going to ask you to choose a colour between blue, green, yellow, and red, and depending on the colour that you choose will depend on the category of questions that you will answer. You'll take five questions first, then Rob will take the next five. Whoever gets the most questions correct wins the quiz. Uh, Jack, uh, what que- uh, what colour would you like to choose? Blue. Blue. It's a, it's a popular colour, blue. It's a very popular colour. Um, we've gone for general knowledge today. You happy with that? Oh, no, he's not happy. <laughs> There was a face gesture there that implied he was not happy. <laughs> to be honest, if he's not football, I'm pretty I'm struggling now. Oh, no, he's football. He's, fo- he's football general knowledge. Oh, okay, yeah. I might He'll be, be right, right then. Yeah, he might, maybe. Like, some of the questions will be like, where do Manchester United play the home games? The next one will be like, who's Iran's top goal scorer in 1964? You just never know what's going to come. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is the beauty of the high press quiz. So, there yeah. we go. I right. think I've actually had that question before, you know. I think you did, yeah. I think you got I it wrong. I did, yeah. Yeah, right. imagine that. Okay. Question one. I'm just going to shuffle this because I've got a few questions that I feel like we've done recently. So, question one. Who was the first non 
uh, non-European player to win the Ballon d'Or? It's a tough question. That is bloody hell. Hmm. Maradona. Incorrect. It was George Weir. That's a tough one. Uh, That's a tough one. Uh, Question two. Now, this is relatable because um, we'll we'll get onto it a bit um, bit later on, but Jack now plays... Um, in Ireland, and this is an Irish-related question, which is oh, quite, God, quite good. <laughs> so you might, you might be done for here, mate. Um, I, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> which Irish club did Bobby Charlton make three appearances for? Oh, um, Bobby Charlton. Bobby Charlton. Shamrock Rovers. Incorrect. It was Waterford United. Oof. What's he doing there? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. He's not even in Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> funny, funny. Uh, question three. You should get this one, Jack. Uh, which player is also known as Chicharito? Uh, Javier Hernandez. Correct. There we go. You're on the board. You can breathe a sigh of relief now. Uh, question four. At what club did Michael Keane start his career? Oh, oh, I know he. I know he's at Burnley. What? Burnley. I'm going to have to go to Burnley because I ain't going to know any chance of that. Incorrect. So he's at Burnley, but he joined Burnley from Manchester. Man United. U. Yeah. Oh. He did. Yeah. One out of four so far. Last question, Jack. Um, Okay, this is... I'm not going to ask that question because we've had it before. Okay, I'll give you this one. I'll give you this one. I have played for Schalke, Werder Bremen, Real Madrid and Arsenal. Who am I? Schalke, Real Madrid and Arsenal. Mets at Erzo. Correct, yeah. Bang on. Two out of five, mate. That is a respectable score. We've had worse. There was some tough... Yeah, you thought like, was doing them, like, them 1980 questions to me, mate. Like, <laughs> like, mate, you're going to be ridiculed that you don't know which Irish club Bobby Charlton played for. We chased out the name. I didn't have a clue he even played over it, to be fair. <laughs> hey, well, we're educating to, people just, on this podcast. Mate, I just people. tried to pick like the, the kind of club that's been like the biggest over it for the longest amount of time, and it. So yeah, I yeah. Didn't that makes sense. Water. Right. <laughs> Rob, two out of five. How are we feeling about yeah. that? You think it's doable? It, you know, it's, it's always doable, but it depends what questions you come out with. It's true. That is very true. Right. I'm just shuffling the questions. The, the, the oh, blue no. category is getting very tough for me now because I'm seeing a lot of repetitive questions. Um, right. Okay. Number Question number one. Who succeeded Sven Goran Eriksson as England manager in 2006? Is it Capello? Incorrect. It was the wonderful Steve McLaren. Steve McLaren, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Horrendous manager. Uh, Question two is... is, Some of these are so easy. Here we go. Uh, I've asked this before, and see if you remember this one, Rob. Who scored the one... Takes easy questions out, you see. Who scored the one billion goal for Chelsea? I asked you this before. Yeah. (laughs) You have, you have, and I, I don't know. Um, Billion. Oh. Is that the the goal before Abramovich came in? 
Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm. Uh, it'll, it'll be some shit player because, I mean, that's... Uh, I mean, they all were at that point, weren't they, at Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Damien Duff. He wasn't shit, but Damien You Duff. said that last time and got it wrong. So what yeah, do you think yeah. the answer's going to be this time? Wrong. <laughs> well, I, don't, I, can't, I couldn't remember. I, said, I didn't know who I said. Remember it for know. next time. It's Jesper yeah. Gronkjaer. Oh, well, I'll remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, okay. Question right. three. Um, again, I'm seeing a lot of repetitive questions here, so I'm definitely going to have to take blue go. out. I think we've got to take blue out. I, I think blue, I think blue, this is the final appearance of, of blue. Uh, this is a good <laughs> question. Uh, okay. Where was the 2017 Europa League final held? Was it that awful still... one in Azerbaijan? Back here. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Stockholm? Oh, he's had a bad pick a start, country. boy. Pick a country, that is. I mean... Um, question... I, I some of that. Question four. Oh, good. In okay. which country would you find the home of FC Santa Claus? He's going for the zero out of five here. <laughs> and I love it. I'll be honest, I've not known one of these either. Oh. I'll put it this way, Jack. If he doesn't get this right, you've won. You've at least got a draw at the minute. FC Santa Claus. Yeah. That was an North Pole, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's between two. It's Greenland and Finland. Uh and I know whatever I'm gonna say, it'll be the other one. <laughs> uh, no, I actually know which one it's not now. Now he said them to Greenland. Incorrect, it's Finland. <laughs> you see what I'm you see what I'm you know, oh, I, can't be I actually know uh, that because one, one guy I know plays in Finland and I've seen it before. Oh, so, uh, Rob, I told you every time, every time I do 50 50, it's the other one. Rob, this is your last question. Oh. I don't think you've got a zero out of zero before zero out of five, no. sorry, before. No, no, um, no. So this could be a historic moment for the podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, so your final question, a lot on the line here. Which country won the Baltic Cup in 2016? I didn't even know there was a Baltic Cup. <laughs> oh, it's my a horrendous God. question. The draw has not been good to you tonight, Rob. Yeah, every week you say that. Mm. Uh, it. Croatia's not Baltic, is it? I can't comment. Ukraine. Is the wrong answer, Rob. I'm it not is taking Latvia. this. I'm not taking this. I'm it not... was Latvia. I'm not I'm not um, taking a, a zero. Baltic so... Cup. Christmas FC. Shut up, man. Were you on about these stupid questions all the time? Uh, so, Jack, first and foremost, congratulations on the win. Um, how do you feel about the win? Yeah, I'm buzzing, mate. Couldn't be happier. Uh, and then, and Rob, how, how do you feel about... Um, not the first... Are you the first zero out of zero? I think you might be on your zero out of five again, sorry. Oh, he's turned his uh, camera off. Goodbye. And, yeah, Rob, Rob's <laughs> ready. Yeah, oh, you just... The, the the listeners can hear. I mean, I'm being asked stupid questions, so 
Um, uh, the thing like, is, we like we like to educate people on the high press world, which means people are now going to get go away now, and who they're going to know who won the Baltic Cup in two thousand and sixteen. That's the important thing. Is it? Mm, is no, it? It's, it's absolutely not. No, it's absolutely. Not. <laughs> um, okay. Still look at oh. the draw. Look at the draw. Yeah. There you uh, go, so man. Jack, yeah, congratulations on the win, mate. Buzzing for you. And yeah, I'm very, very, very good, buzzing very to see Rob get get nothing. It's it's always been a, an aim of mine, and we finally got there. So no, I'm not accepting it. Yeah. We'll now move on to uh, the questions that we've got for you, Jack. So uh, before we get into the questions, um, do you want to take 30 seconds just to explain a little bit about who you are and, and who you play for and things like that? Um. Well, yeah, uh, jacket man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently uh, playing over in Ireland at the moment for some Patrick's Athletic. Came over yep. here like. Oh, no. like August so not a good two months mm. um, leading to three um, so yeah <coughs> this is where I'm currently at and then obviously the season over here finishes in the end of November if you didn't know that wow um, I didn't know that at all see um, so <laughs> yeah then after that see what happens so when does when yeah. does the season start in, in Ireland January um, end oh, of January, right. end of January, I think, and then it finished at the end of November, early December. And wow, so they no, no some holiday for you then, like well, next season have, if you're around. They have the Christmas break, so yeah, I don't, okay. I don't know. But obviously, I only came in August, then it so I yeah. haven't. I sweet for me, like yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Well, it's, you are our first guest to come from from the Irish league, so it's a. Uh, so, certainly an experience for us. Looking forward to, to hearing about it. Um, but before we get into all that and, and where you are, um, where you are now, we'll, we'll go right back to the beginning, mate. So, um, talk to us about how you fell in love with football right at a really young age, um, and then talk to a little bit, a little bit about how you got into it professionally as well. Um, I come from proper like a proper like fo- football like kind of upbringing. To be fair, like my my brother, I've got an older brother in it, and he's like seven years older than me six or seven years older than me. So obviously when I was like three, four, my brother was playing football, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And my dad got properly involved in that. So from like whenever I could walk and run and I was running around kicking balls and that. So Mm. just like, yeah, like that way. And then obviously just went down the route, what everyone kind of does, he loves football, just plays. uh, I ended up playing like under sevens like pretty early though, like because I was probably... Looked quite decent for a little kid, and it's so I was playing like under sevens a lot, like four and five, and then just like went just Sunday league, Sunday league, as you do when you're a kid, like the mm. best times. Like, you wish you could always you could go back there, man. Um, yeah, then just yeah, just ended up like playing, just playing and enjoying it kind of thing. And obviously, my dad and my brother was massive on football, so I was just like always around it kind of thing. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously, when I went West Brom, when I was like set, when I was like eight, then just kind of just cracked on from there, really. <laughs> hmm. No, brilliant. Really good. Nice, nice. Uh, so, what position do you currently play? Uh, and have you always played where you play now? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, my best position, I'd say, probably is like a right wing back. Hmm. which is yeah. obviously difficult to find these days and it's not everybody plays three at the back. But yeah, yeah. 
probably if I was to say myself, I'd done a right wing back or right back or right wing as well. Probably like right back though or mm. right wing. But I can play on wide right as well. Yeah. Um, the three positions I've always kind of played, to be fair. I've always mm. played them going up and that, just right back or right wing. Always. Lots of legs then. Yeah, you can say that. Good gas tank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Are you uh are you right footed then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all, you... all all right foot. <laughs> no left foot. <laughs> Two right, Great right foot. Great right foot, no left foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so is it is it right to say you did you start your career was it with West Brom or would you say was it with um with Coventry, do you think? Really? Um, I obviously I've done all like my my like kids and like youth like at West Brom in it because I went <clears throat> eight to so I left West Brom before you do scholar kind of thing. Mm. Mm. So your apprenticeship, that's when I went to Coventry from West Brom. So obviously yeah. I went so from like all the way up kind of thing and then went to the school and that over the road, Samuel Academy in it, which yeah, you know, yeah. when I, I went mm. there from year seven to year 11 and then just like, and never ended up getting my scholar at West Brom due to me probably being a numpty most of the time at school. Um, <laughs> uh, and I like then, the uh, yeah, that's generally what I was, man, going back and laugh now and equal like, yeah, at the time I was just a, I was just a little shit at school, like, just didn't listen. That was probably one of the main reasons that I didn't, to be fair, because I was like, I was good enough to. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, so then I ended up going Coventry from there, and then done your done your uh, your normal like two year apprenticeship. What like obviously thousands and thousands of kids go through. Do you know what I mean? Mm, Which is yeah. tough. It's tough, isn't it? An apprenticeship. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, like playing football every day full time, and that is just it's the dream, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Dream, yeah, and then obviously yeah. you do your little like you do your little schoolwork, kind of like off it and that, but you're not really doing much. It's basically just football, football, football. So yeah, the dream. But obviously I moved. Obviously I had to move up there, and it because mm. obviously I'm from. Well, like my mom at the time was living like Dudleyport, Great Bridge. So yeah, when I first went there, I was 16, so I didn't have a car or nothing. So I had to obviously move up there, like in digs and stuff. With like, like you know, like when. You, you just go live with random families. Yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah I that must be tough. Yeah, it was. Nah, I don't know. It wasn't tough to be fair. You don't really think too much when you're that age, do you, man? The world. No, just, of course. Yeah, you just enjoy it for what it world, is. Yeah, you just the world, just what it is, and it. You don't really, you don't really deep it too much. But yeah, it was probably looking back on it, it was, man. But it was sweet. I had like two other geezers that I was living with as well, and it was like an old couple and that, and they were like proper, like lovely to be fair. Looking back and that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you and stuff like that so it was, it was kind of it was nice to be fair like, I probably didn't appreciate it as much thanks I was just a little kid and that but looking back cool. and that but like the proper like nice people man so yeah oh, that was like that was class yeah nice. brilliant and and obviously you mentioned your, your time at commentary there talk to us a little bit about your time there and, and, and how much you enjoyed it yeah so obviously I've done I've obviously gone through like the scholar kind of period which was sick like we we were really good man we had a proper team Hmm. That's got like there's a couple of players that we had in our team that did well in the youth cup as well. I don't know if you, you know about the FA youth cup, any? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like getting to the quarterfinal one year and losing against Arsenal on penalties. 
Wow. Um, we had a property, you know, to be fair, like quite a lot of the lads that are in that 11, like they're all like, well, probably like good seven, eight LM, like 11 lads, like are all, all of us are all playing like professional football somewhere. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was enjoyable. And then we ended up winning the league the year after and that. So there was a good chunk of us, like usually you only get like, at most clubs and like all clubs, you only really get like two or three people out of every kind of like age group getting pros, if you know what I mean. Mm. But like good, like six or seven of us ended up getting them. To be fair, because we was a good, we right. was a good, very good team. And then yeah, yeah just went to, went into um, well, you say professional football, but you still it's not really professional football. Like when you're a first yeah. year, second year pro, do you know what I mean? You still, it's still basically like, yeah, your money goes up a little bit and you're not doing the schoolwork and that, but you still like, you know what I mean? You just go to the first team training ground then and you just, you know what I mean? Jobs yeah. and jobs <laughs> and clean the, this, clean the gaffer's boots, frigging <laughs> taking out all the mannequins and that in the more I winter time. <laughs> oh, horrible. <clears throat> Freak, oh man, just, just freezing in the morning, he's pissing it down the rain, and you've got to, uh, you got to just carry out all the mannequins and move the goals to the first team session. You're out there and you waterproof at nine o'clock in the morning. Oh dear, yeah. I'd rather not, mate. I'd absolutely <laughs> rather not. Yeah, but that's that's part of it, and it like you, you I suppose it grows you a little bit, doesn't it? <clears throat> yeah, it's changing. To be fair, like, I don't think you get many. <clears throat> you won't get many young pros doing that these days. Mm-hmm. but that was obviously still the culture at Cov when I was like that age when I was 18, 19 and it, that was still it and it probably done me probably done me well in the long run to be fair because like yeah, now you see like, lads like where I've been anyway like after that and prior to that like you don't see young lads the young lads don't really be doing that stuff anymore mm. Mm. Yeah. so yeah we've done okay. that uh, then yeah just like just kept moving up the ladder really like obviously when I was playing like 23s at a very young age. So when I was like six, when I was like a first year scholar, 16, 17, I played literally in the 23s team the whole time. Um, okay, yeah. So got, by the time I got to like 18 and I was a first year second, well, like halfway through my first year prior to Christmas, I probably played like 50 like 23s games. Mm. And it gets, <coughs> like, it does get a little repetitive. Yeah, so yeah. twenty three games a day for like what it is? Do you know what I'm saying? It's for first team lads who are not getting games to get games, and then mm. it should kind of just be for younger lads who are trying to like impress. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. sure, sure. There's a lot of lads that get caught in like just filling the gaps kind of thing, and you're just there, just playing, and it's not really doing nothing for you. The gaffer's not really having you, and like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I went, I ended up. I ended up going out on loan, like, when I was 18, in my first year pro. Hmm. Who, I don't know if you'll know they are, Michelova Sports. Yeah, I'm just looking at your profile here, yeah. Yeah, they play in Northern Prem. So, they, I was 18, so I ended up going there uh, first. That hmm. was my first loan. And that was, like, brilliant. Like, it was mad changing. Like, like, they had some proper, like, good old, like, players that, older players that had, like, played in the league for years. Like, Clinton Morrison was a striker there. Wow. Um, Pablo Mills, if you know who he was, centre-back. He was at, like, Derby and Burton and okay, stuff. Yeah. And uh, John McGrath was, like, the manager. Yeah, and yeah. The player, and the, the centre-mid as, centre as well. So, he, like, <laughs> brought me in. And, and he's a ledge as well. Like, I still chat to him, like, sometimes now, to be fair. Um, 
So yeah, so like that was my first line and that's so like when you go in that changing room and it's like you've got like everyone's there, you win, like it means something to win. Saturday, yeah. three o'clock, fans and that. And you go away from that 23s game, like you got you got his man and your man and his dog on the sideline. <laughs> saying like and there's like lads that ain't really asked and that because you got a lot of older lads like the first team lads that are just dropping down and they're like either just pissed off because they're there or just thinking like just I ain't, I ain't asked about this you know what I mean it don't mean anything to me and then you've either got like struggling like young lads who are 16, 17 who are not good enough to be there do you know what I mean so it's difficult yeah. so yeah like I spent like a couple of months at Mikalova and then Went back to Carve literally for a couple of a couple of weeks or maybe a month or so, and then I played like a few 23s game again. Hmm. And then I like I was so I was sorting like they were offering me a new deal as well. So obviously as I was signing the new deal, I think I signed a because I, I signed a one when I signed my pro, and then I signed a new two when I signed that next one. Hmm. And then I said. Like I said to them, oh, can I can I go back out on loan to Mikrova again at yeah. the end of the season? So I ended up going to Mikrova for another like two months again. So I ended up literally mm-hmm. spending like, half the season at Mikrova that that first year of my like, oh, okay. process, like, eighteen to nineteen. So yeah, that was like that was sick for me, man. And the lads there was class as well. Like, just mm-hmm. enjoyed being in like, a proper change room and that. Do you know what I mean? And like yeah, just yeah. going and actually did quite well there. To be fair. It's a tough mm. league. That northern, that northern um, Premier League is like the the mm. some tough flights. Like, physical. Obviously, I've played in the the central one as well, and it yeah. bombs goals and that. So, obviously, know the difference. Um, but yeah, it's a tough league, man. Physical, physical sides, big lot, like, rough lads, and that. Like you go mm. to some horrible gaffes, like like Whitby Town away on a Tuesday night. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mission, get back at like four <laughs> o'clock in the morning, man. Yeah, like you got horrible trips like that, and you know what I mean, like, like geezers who just, especially me as well. Like, I was a young lad, like, I was, I was quick, nippy, and that. Like, I was just getting kicked. Like, I had loads of people just like just snap me and just say that they're gonna snap me and stuff like that. But yeah, to be right. fair, the older, the older lads, yeah, like, I had lads like tell me, "I'll oh, break your legs and that." <laughs> you get there in it because when you take if you take the piss out of them, then they're gonna say that. But that's part of the game. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Like they probably wouldn't, but like obviously then I wouldn't have understood it. But now I get it because it's just all psychological stuff and that. They're just saying it so then, like, because they're thinking I don't want him to run at me again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, but yeah, I spent some good times there to be fair, and then yeah, so I ended up finishing my like first year kind of pro there. Hmm. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And then, um, uh, Rob, I think you've got a couple of questions about his, his loans, haven't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah just going to carry on about your loans. and um, a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> like a, a few of them is like Ashton United and uh, Kings Lynn, uh, yeah. like like Mikel over as well, you said. Um, how do you think those loans helped you then develop as a, as a player? Yeah, proper, proper. Enjoyed it. I wouldn't change any of that. Like, mm. if I could look, like, obviously, I'm, I ain't going to look back now because I'm only 23. I've got loads of time to go in that and loads yeah, of different sure. stuff happen. But, like, if I could just, like, take a little look back, like, I'd never, that's one thing I'd never, like, regret doing, if you know what I mean. Just, like, going out alone mm. all the time, playing, if, like, I wasn't going to play at the club that I was at. Just, like, nothing better than playing first-team football. There's nothing better. Like, even just having it on your CV as well, because it does... 
it counts for quite a lot as well. Like you yeah. understand to get a little bit older. Like if you just sit in a 23s, doesn't matter what, doesn't matter what club you're at. You play for a Premier League club, you play for a champ, a top championship club. Yeah. Category one twenty threes. If you are twenty one, twenty two, sinking in that twenty threes with no games at first team under your belt, yeah, it's tough for you when you when you come out of that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's interesting to hear because you mentioned about you know the physicality side of it. Is that is that something that you struggle or struggled? You might still struggle, but you obviously a bit more experienced now. Is that something that you you struggled with at such a young age in terms of the physicality of the game? And, and did you learn a lot from that or not? Yeah, probably, because I'm not obviously the biggest lad, you know what I mean? So, and mm. like, I'm not I'm not the biggest lad, so it probably just, like, made me think of ways to to get around that, do you know what I mean? Like, if, I'm, like if I've got a, a six-foot-one wide striker dropping on me from goal kicks and stuff like that, or, like, pinning me and stuff like that, like, how do I get around yeah. that? I have, to, I have to use my brain on it. I have yeah, to use my head to think, you know, I either, like, just drop off because his first touch is probably crap because he's that big. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I just let him have the ball and just let him give it away anyway. Or I just be smart and just stay at his eye line and nip in front. That's just things that you pick yeah. up from games. And hmm. but you have to be put in the situations and fail, and it? That's the yeah. old thing of, like, going alone. Like, you have a couple of bad games and stuff like that because then you just get... That's how you learn from it. Yeah, you got to find your feet. And it in the men's game, man, it's difficult. It's completely different to playing, like, academy football. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm moving on to um, question, question five. I know you had a few more loan spells, but we'll, we'll get on to question five. And obviously, you left Coventry probably a little bit earlier than you would have liked. Um, and, and we don't need yeah. to touch over that too much, of course. But um, is there anything that you particularly took from your time that you was there in, in terms of, like advice that you might have received from someone or maybe like a piece of tactical awareness that you learned whilst you were there? Yeah, loads of stuff. Like it it was a class, like obviously like the coaching that was there as well. Like there was the gaffer that's there. Look what he's done. Look what like you could kind of see that as well. Like when mm. it was happening to fair. Like when I even when I was there when I was there in League Two, League One. Yeah. He's a sick he's a sick gaffer to be like a man a manager wise, like tactics and coaching and stuff like that. He's like sick, mm. like you could see, and like they have an assistant as well, and it came from Chelsea's like twenty ones, that AD, AD Vivash, and he's like his sessions and that. Like when I used to go up and train with the first team, like his sessions and like his standards and stuff, like he mm. just wanted everything done like properly, and like you could just tell like the the culture of the club was just gonna end up, it was gonna end up going that way kind of thing. So just stuff like that really, and then. Like obviously the older lads and that, because I come through at 16, I like got to know a lot of the older lads. So by the time I was like 19, 20, I'd obviously been up with the 23s and stuff like that. You get to know the first team players quite quickly and it probably quick mm. I got to know them quicker than other lads. Yeah. So there's a lot of good first team lads there as well. That like, I still speak to a couple of them now, to be fair. Mm. So like there's 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 some good guys there and it that like they got a bit of knowledge and you just learn from them as well, and it mm. uh, but yeah, no, it was just an all round like good, good, good club. To be fair, like I, I did obviously things happen in football, and it what 
you know and all know about and, that, and I ain't going to ever go into detail on like the the, the other side of the game and that yeah, what people don't know about until I finish until like you fit I'll probably bang my boots or kind of thing then I'll then yeah. I'll probably spend a bit of tea on things but <laughs> it's um at the end of the day it's a good club and it's a proper good yeah. club and you can see the way that like they've gone and the direction they're in like they're in the chat like they're in the top top six of the champ and yeah, yeah yeah they're mm. doing really well this season coming coming after really you really lot man so. <laughs> they're flying so yeah obviously I think obviously I was there at the start but you can see can't can argue see what, yeah you can't argue with the direction the club's gone in man of course and yeah, and, and, yeah. and moving on from from uh, Coventry obviously um, you spent um, a little bit of time as a, as a free agent in your career essentially searching for, for a club one thing that I think is, is always interesting when you're a free agent is I think it can be quite easy to struggle for motivation sometimes and also, you can also, yeah. you know, struggle from fitness because you're not getting that everyday piece of training. You know, you're not getting that, um, you know, you can you can get on a treadmill or you can do, you know, whatever you need to do to try and stay fit, but it's not the same as being involved at a club. So the question to, to you really is, how how do you stay motivated in that instance? And have you got any advice for anyone who is looking for a club in, in terms of how would they keep themselves fit? The toughy days, man. Like, I've obviously had like two instances already, and I'm only 23 of that. Like, I obviously after I like when I was at Bromsgrove in my last year of my deal at Cov, but obviously knew like I obviously knew I wasn't getting a new deal kind of thing because of the situation. Mm. I obviously the season got cut off early as well, so I've, um, yeah, in frigging March because of all this pandemic stuff, so. Mm. Obviously, that was literally like the longest off season ever. So I've gone from mm. March to when did I sign for Bolton? Oh, August twenty twenty, yeah. August. Mm. So like I literally went five months of that, but I lived like during lockdown, and I was living with my, with my mate. To be fair, and me and him was just just like had like a proper program. Without, yeah, just had to. It's difficult, man. Like I had to just stay proper, like disciplined. Because at yeah. the end of the day, I was just like, if, if I do it, I, well, I, I don't know I'm going to get the rewards, but if I do it, then I don't, then whatever. But if I do it, and then if I don't do it, then I'm just going to have, I'm just going to regret not doing it. So I just mm. kind of just went on a strict like, diet and strict everything. Like, I was waking up early doors, going running, doing different sessions and that that I pick up, that I've picked up from like, over the years and stuff like that, and just keeping myself fit, really, as fit as I could. And yeah. I was in deep, to be fair. So help me, because when I got the call, from Bolton saying we want to have a look at you. I was I was in great I was in good nick. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I'd have been, yeah if they they wouldn't have knew what I was doing. Mm. Like they wouldn't have, like, if I didn't do nothing and, and I was a bag of shit like they wouldn't have knew that. So I would have still yeah. gone in either way. But if I'd have been a bag of shit, I wouldn't have got a deal. Yeah, of course, mm. of mm. course. That was the one, and then the other one. This year has been tough as well. To be, I don't know which one was tougher. To be fair. This is like I'm obviously thinking this one because like it's more recent than that, but it was a tough old slog, man. Just because I just suffered with like injury, like just I just suffered with injuries like the second half of the season. But obviously, I didn't play. Like I went up, like you, you know, and you said you went on loan to Kings Lynn. I mean, yeah. I signed the loan papers, but I basically wasn't at Kings Lynn because I only went for thirty minutes and done Miami. Oh, oh yeah. That's literally, yeah. So no. obviously, I went from not, I went literally from not playing like my last game for Bolton was like near the end of November, 
Um, mm. you know, I was sat on the bench and that probably after Christmas, after Christmas time, January. Then uh, January went on kind of thing. And then I ended up going out on loan like first, second week in Feb or first week in Feb, I think it was. Then yeah. Obviously, I haven't, I haven't played no games because, you know, the problem was at Bolton. They didn't have a 23s or a, or a, res, a reserve squad. They, like, got rid of it, didn't they? Yeah, so, obviously, difficult, difficult not, circumstances there. Yeah, yeah, because of obviously what happened, like, the year or two before. So, like, it, if you weren't playing, it was tough because you were just training. Like, you do the extras and stuff, like, training, but you can never replicate matches kind of thing for fitness. <laughs> Not mm. like you can't replicate match fitness in training. You can be fit, but you can't. There's a difference yeah, between yeah. Being fit and match fit. Yeah. So yeah. then, yeah. So I've obviously tried to like do all I can. I've heard about the because the window shut at the end of Jan, and obviously I didn't get to go out for some certain reasons. And then, obviously after Jan window finishes, you can only go non-league. Then and it well, obviously national leagues basically professional football, but it's mm. classed as non-league still. Yeah, yeah. Ended up going there first game. Turned up, started. Tore my hamstrings like grade two, grade three. Wow. In between wow. that, like literally thirty minutes into the game, was out then for yeah, it was shambles. Like I just because uh, I was obviously like just obviously weren't happy with how things went up Bolton in the last couple of months. So I was like, <coughs> die a bit just not happy with that so then when I got out finally I was just buzzing to play football again because it's nothing yeah. worse than not, not playing and that um, especially when you think you should be uh, then yes yeah, so I got out and just straight away just done that and I was just like wow man I just knew that like it's a good two there's a good two-ish months like maybe more that I was going to be out for then I ended up like doing my rehab and stuff which was like real tough like to come back is a real slog, really. It's just like the motivation levels was just real low, and it's hard, and it like some lonely days mm. in the gym, man. It's, it's cold, and it's just you just got to, it, it, like muscle injuries are so repetitive. Mm. Like you turn up every day at the same time, you ice, you get treatment, you go in the gym, do this, you do it's the same stuff every day, and it for months on end. So then, like, kind of mm. like I've come through that. Um, like two months later I've come through that and then I'm like kind of like running and stuff outside so I'm nearly back it's probably like April start of April um, and then like I've felt like I don't know like it's difficult to explain to you like this but like you have like a muscle running down like, uh, like from your IT band in like your glute like you have like a muscle that goes down into like the side of your knee the back of your knee mm. okay um, so like TDL or M TD maybe TDR something like that. I can't remember the name, but yeah, like that muscle like was just in agony when I was running, like doing my running rehab and that, and then ended up like coming, like looking at it and that, and I was out again for like another two months with that. Wow. So I aggravated it. So while I was doing the gym, I'd like your hamstring. You have to like load your hamstring like loads with like gym work, like obviously weights and stuff like, and I've like aggravated it by just probably lifting weights too heavy and stuff like that. And then, yeah, I ended up being up until the end of the season then. I was literally out until the start of May and then, boom, season's done. So mm. then I was obviously physically, like, in... Got fit, well, got my body fit 
I wouldn't even say it was fit, but like I've healed my injuries, but I was like physically miles off it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I kind of had to do my own rehabilitation. Because mm. the season's ended and, I, and my contract's done at Bolton. Like, I knew I weren't. I knew, obviously, fans and I didn't know, but I knew, like, end of season, like, I weren't staying. Um, so I had to do my rehabilitation myself kind of thing, and that took a while. And then, obviously, I had to get fit again and difficult because not really playing and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah, I had a good... I had a good, like, four months. When was it? From, like, May to May? Uh, yeah, I had a good, like, four months, really. Of just, I, had to, I couldn't, couldn't break. I couldn't take a break. Mm. I, had a week, I had a week away with with, with a few of the lads um, mm. in, in July, I think. Started July, went to Spain. But, but apart from that, literally, like, just constant, every day, just graphs like waking up doing the early morning sessions and that like I had a routine where I'd wake up at six o'clock every morning go out and do like red zone running running outside on the pitch by mine then go back go back to mine sleep again wake up go to the gym come back then go back then then go back out and do like a, a football wow. like, kind of thing and that like, I'd literally doing that like four or five times a week wow. and I like, just like just drop the drink, like no drinking and stuff like that, eating not clean. But I had to do it just because. To get yourself fit again. Well, mm. I knew, yeah, I knew, like, because I'd been through it with the Bolton thing, like, I knew, like, you have to be in shape. Yeah. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have to chop, well, you're not going to be in shape, but you need to try and get yourself in the best physical condition you can. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I just tried to do that. It was a tough old slug, to be fair. Tough yeah. old slug. But yeah, man, I just say, like, you just need to just stay, just just stay focused, really, and just keep thinking bigger picture because it's tough. Like, you're going to have days where you're like, what's the point? Like, everyone has them. Like, I'm proper motivated, geezer. Like, I love, like, just progressing and stuff like that. And I'm proper, like, on it. Like, I'm always doing things, trying to do things right. But it's just normal. Like, you're a human being. And you're going to have days, like, where you just wake up and you think, fucking hell, like, it's. Is yeah, it really, yeah. like, is all this really worth it kind of thing? Like, is all this worth mm. what I'm going to go to? But just got to keep thinking bigger picture, man, and just keep just following your dreams and stuff. And that's mm. all I'd say. Just stay um, motivation, yeah, but just discipline. That's what I'd say because motivation mm. always vary, man. But if you keep your discipline, that's what will get you through ultimately in the end, what I've kind of seen for myself. Mm. Great advice. Yeah, you, Great advice. You, uh, yeah, you, you come across very, very disciplined and, and motivated as well. Because I was, I was going to say, you know, how, you know, to, to keep going back from from the injuries and then, you know, being laid off for a bit and then, you know, possibly knowing that your, your deal is not going to be extended. Mm. And to, to keep carrying on, that's yeah, that's that's you know, courageous. It's very good, very but good. Hold on, man. It's a difficult game, my lord. Yeah. Any young kids ask me or any like, I always tell them the truth, man, because it's you can't like, you can't like lie. You can't just tell them yeah. like everyone thinks how great it is and that, man. But it's a tough, tough industry. So I yeah, always tell everyone the truth. Like it's not easy. So yeah, I, I, it's tough, man. Like I'd obviously been through. I the the thing with me, I went through like a mad situation as a very young kid, which made me boys up and get very strong do you know what I mean and, and like I, I gained a lot of experience from that in areas that I'd have never kind yeah. of like got mm. to it got to it at, at such a young age so like that's probably stood me in um 
in a in good stead like for all this all, all the other things that have come away already yeah. but yeah it's, 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 it's a difficult game and you just have to just stay disciplined and if don't let it like don't let it um, chew you up and spit you out man because that's what will happen in football you just gotta yeah. stick in yeah because I mean we've um you know, with with football, you can you can invest so much time and energy and and you know hope and ambition, and then you can just get dropped. You know, like on a weekend. I mean, we spoke to um, yeah, we we spoke to Sam Austin before now plays for uh, Kidderminster, um, and he said when he was at Burton, uh, Burton Albion, and everything, and he, he was doing decent there, and then. Um, the manager called him in and basically just said, "Yeah, we we don't really need you anymore." And he was like, "Okay, like that's it, that's done." And you know, he he was good because he you mm. know he said um, you know kept himself going and and now mm. he's you know a kid in Minster. But yeah, like you said, you know you can't you've got to keep going, man. Because you just yeah, there's there's yeah. too many things out of your control, bro. Like there's too many things that you can't control. So yeah, yeah. Like where I'm at right now. I just like I'm just at peace with like I can't control what other people do and what other people yeah, think yeah. about me. I just gotta be just be happy, man, and just do what I, the best do what I can do the best I can. Do you know yeah, what I that's mean? It. That's it. That exactly. Mm. Yeah. Can't change people's opinions on me. If they've got this opinion and that. Like, I'll try and change their opinion by doing what I do. But like, mm. you, you just gotta let people crack on, man. Football. Everyone's yeah. gonna have the fingies, man. If you start. That's the best thing, the worst thing you can do is just let other people's opinions of you, especially in football, because there's mm. so many. Oh, there's yeah. so many opinions, but oh God, especially with social media these days as well. Everyone's got an, everyone can have an opinion. So yeah. you just can't yeah. definitely not let them affect you. Like just be it, try and be at peace with yourself the best you can. Do you know what I mean? Like if you just do your stuff right, mm. then exactly. you'll know like whether you go as you go as far as you want to go in that, then you just know in it. Like I, I know what I do. Like I believe in what I do. So yeah, that's what I just say to, yeah. to the young man. Yeah, you, you get recognised after after a point. You know, if you put so much energy into it. Yeah. Um, right. So we'll bring you on to where you are currently now, uh, playing for St Patrick's in, in Ireland. Um, do you feel there's any difference between playing in Ireland and like in any English leagues? Um, someone asked me, I think my dad asked me this the other day, to be fair. And I was just, I don't know. Um, it's firstly, it's a better stand, like better standard than I thought it was going to be. Mm, okay, yeah, like it's better, it's a lot better over here than people think, you know. Like, there's some good players over here, yeah. Like, obviously, I've played. Obviously, seen like many League One games, League Two. Obviously, seen champions stuff like that, but I'm not comparing it to that. Um, League One, League Two, played League Two, National League, Conference North, Step Three, and it's a good standard over here. You know, like I don't know what I compare it to. To be fair, probably like League Two, National League, like it'd be mm. that more kind mm. of thing of what I've seen so far. But there's some play- good players over here, and there's like players that have like played in like Champions League One in England that are over here as well. So yeah. I, it's it's surprised it's pleasantly surprised me to be fair. It has surprised me. Mm. Nice. And and um, um how much are you enjoying your time there at St. Patrick's obviously it's a fairly new thing. Have you settled in well? Are you enjoying your football? Yeah, it's different to be fair. The lads are lads are decent. I obviously grew up always playing with Irish lads as well, and it's so obviously mm. not what to expect kind of thing, because like there's loads of Irish lads that play in England and have with me like since I've grew up. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, kind of like didn't know what to expect, but did kind of know what to expect. But yeah, it's, it's different, man. It's, it's class. Like I just thought, why not? Like I just take myself out of my comfort zone, kind of thing. Just come live living in Dublin and that. Got a little part of me in Dublin. Just mm. class, yeah. Like it's it's different. Like the schedule's completely different. Mm. Like mm. we in one, like we get battered on a Monday, like proper battered on a Monday. Gym after, off Tuesday, in Wednesday. Thursday training, Friday game, Friday night games every week. Wow. Um, off, I mean, in Saturday for gym and then off Sunday. So it's like, it's very different to England because like most of the time in England, majority of clubs, you're obviously in Monday and Tuesday or you've all got a game Tuesday off Wednesday, you know what I mean? Thirty, Friday, Saturday, sure. kind of like that. So it's a bit different. It's weird to get used to because remember, I've been on that uh, kind of like timetable since I've been mm. 16. <laughs> so just yeah like even stuff like that's just weird and that and like obviously it's a bit dead because like the covid over here is proper bad like i don't know what i don't mean proper bad but the restrictions are proper bad still oh yeah, like, yeah. you need oh, okay. to be like you need to be vaccinated to like go in restaurants and stuff like that and well, i ain't had a vaccine to be fair so i ain't obviously it's kind of like i only just go i don't really go anywhere to be fair I just go shopping and Stuff like that and come back and just chill. But I came over here for, for one thing only, do you know what I mean? Not to not to kind of like enjoy myself in that sense. Uh get playing a, football. It's just yeah, just business, you know what I mean? Football, mm, come yeah. over here to do what I do what my job and I've that's what I'm here for. I'm play football and, and just chill and just rest and and just improve in other areas, you know what I mean? Yeah. Improving yeah. Are there the fans back over? Are the fans back over there yet? They are allowed like up to like forty. I don't know, forty or fifty percent, like in okay. allocation. But like, yeah, like the fans are crazy over here. You know, like even oh, like good. if I was only allowed, like you only had like three thousand or something like our games or something at the moment, just because yeah. there is fans and stuff. But yeah, like they're class, but they are class. Oh, nice. Irish fans and they they go with the away games and that and their class as well. So yeah, it's different. Like, I didn't really expect that too much. I didn't know what to expect any, but like that that was a surprising thing. Yeah, oh, it's, it's good to hear you enjoying it though. Yeah, yeah, very mm. nice. Yeah, it's different, <laughs> isn't it? It's got to take yeah, yeah. you. Take yeah. you yeah. Me for another five weeks. So I'll see what happens after that. Mm, yeah. Sure. Um. So who would you say then you're closest with in in football? Um. Oh, yeah. um, well, Tyler Roberts. Yeah, Tyler, good lad. Um, yeah, yeah, obviously he's that on. You'll know him, Manic. Yeah, from West Park. Yeah, uh, kicked on. He's done really well um, since he's left us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so Ty and and like Kyle and Lico as well. That's it. Yeah, football wise, they're probably the, the three people I'm closest with that like obviously play football, and obviously I grew up playing football with all of them as well. So, yeah, mm. they'll be the three lads football wise that I am closest with. Like, obviously professional wise, but obviously I've met like loads of lads like playing through playing non league that like I'm good good pals with as well. Do you know what I mean? But like course, they'll be yeah. the three lads that you all know like names wise. Yeah, yeah, because you, nice. you like got rid of them all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Some good players. It just yeah, didn't yeah. click, did it for them? <laughs> Some very good players there. 
Um, <laughs> well, we all know Johnny can beat any man on his day, can't we? So, um, yeah, yeah, good lad, good yeah. lad. Um, last, last question for for you, Jack. Now is um, as, right. as we finish, some conscious of time. Um, share one or two funny stories, maybe that you've got in your in your locker from your career. Is there anything that that rings to mind? Oh, um, try and keep. Uh, let me think of some P, um, PG ones, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> It's mad, mad stuff happens in football, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear all about it, mate. We want to hear all about uh, mate, it. Mate, I wish I could tell you, man. I wish I could. Um, funny stories. Um, trying to think of like ones that don't involve like filth or anything. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you can do it. You can do it. You can you can excuse the names if, if it makes it easier. Nah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, and I, I don't really know, man. Just thinking like funny stuff that's happening in football and that. Uh, um, yeah, so I was at, I went, I obviously not say the club and that, but like we was at, uh, I went away with like, we went away on a tour and that. Um, and like, it's just a weird one, but it's funny though. And then we was all like, we had like a team night out like over there and we went on tour like abroad. <laughs> and, uh, like everyone was drinking and that and like we got silly kind of thing and it was all like all the staff and that was out as well just yeah. there and then like, it was like one the physio was giving it like like large all night and it like just trying to like come with the lads and like net the the shots and that and like i'm thinking geezer you need to be steady you're just down the points man and um like got to near the end of the night and then he's just like sat on the table just being sick yeah, and then yeah. like he sat with all the staff, but honestly, there was about eight staff members, and honestly, all four, like five or six staff members at the same time was being sick because oh, he like he'd obviously started being sick everywhere, and then they obviously because he's been, started being sick, being sick as well. So he's like literally like a roulette of like the staff <laughs> just lined up around the table, just throwing up everywhere. That's and brilliant. We there like, nah, man, look at this. this look at the state of this. Look at the state of this, look, man. So, yeah, that was that was a funny one. Um, where else? Go on, we'll have one more off you if you've got another. Um, God, that was a funny stuff, man. I was trying to think, like, non-league-wise as well, because, like, lots of stuff happens there, man. Uh... Yeah, so just like a random one. I don't know where that pops my head. Um, we, when I was at Bromsgrove, um, was this, like two years ago, we, we was, well, we were a joke for like quite a, we went on like a Madden Rita run and that. And uh, mm. we went to, we went to Banbury away and we always used to sing uh, Sweet Caroline in the change rooms after any. Mm. And, like we used to blur it out of the speaker and like, yeah. um, and just like everyone just get round and that like staff, like all the staff, all the players and that and just like just throw everything and just just whatever anyone we used to win. So we've done that quite a lot. And then we've gone to Banbury and beat them one nil. And they hated it, and it like the game was popping up, busy calling, like yeah. their fans didn't like it. And like our fans, like Bronze Golf fans always bring proper numbers away from home as well, mm, man. Mm. So um yeah. Uh, obviously it's just like a proper like heated game kind of thing and then we've gone in the change room after and that and we've obviously like belting the music out and singing Sweet Caroline and then their gaffer at the time were assistant managers like 
come outside our change room and gone to the electric box and like switch the electric off. Oh no. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so we've like we've got all the lads have gone outside and that and like fucking banging on the like opposite change room door and that and like we were all just outside and it like got the door open kind of thing and singing sweet Caroline without the tune. <laughs> and just banging on their door and that and they were hating it man. They fucking yeah. hate it. But yeah that's just like well that's standard non-league to be fair. That's, like, that's some serious housery that is. Yeah, exactly. That's all that league is, though, isn't it, man? It's, it's class, man. Especially, like, step three and that, man. It's, it's comical. Yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, thank you for sharing those, mate. That's some good uh, stuff. No, I tried to um, just give you the PG ones, man. I thought I can't <laughs> We don't blame you. We don't blame you. Uh, mate, that is the end of the episode. So, uh, listen, thanks so much for, for coming on, mate. Thank so, you for being... Um, very honest with you. You could have been very honest about what you've been through and, and your loan spells and stuff. So we really appreciate you coming on and um, and sharing your experiences in football. It's been been top class, mate. Rob, is there anything further to add from you? Or uh, no, just saying it's this is it's just been great. Great to talk to you. And, it's been a great, you know, yeah, yeah. It's been great, yeah. Brilliant. Well, Jack, thanks yeah. so much for coming on, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon, mate. See you later. Cheers. Take care. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the High Press Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we really appreciate a rating on iTunes just so that people can find us more easily. Yep, and make sure you follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Our handle is at the High Press Pod. This is where we announce all of our guests, run competitions, and keep informed with everything happening on the High Press Pod.